Hello, my name is David, and this is Galut Radio. The topic for today is seven. It is written in the Talmud, that all uh, sevens are precious. And we certainly see that in the six days of creation. And then the seventh day, which is separated from the sixth, because that's the day of rest that uh, uh, eventually became the Shabbat. Every seven days, the Jewish people are um, uh, commanded to rest, not to work and to have pleasure. And so the day, the, the, the week begins on, uh, uh, you know, when the sun goes down on the Shabbat. Uh, so this is the first day of the week, but we're also in the seven days of uh, Pesach, of Passover. And, 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 and the, um, and the, 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 this is a holiday itself, the seven days. Uh, the first day is the going out. And then uh, after that, on the second day, and every day, I, actually we say it at night, uh, every night we count the Omer for, for seven weeks. So uh, we have seven times seven, which makes 49. And on the 50th day, that's the day we received the Torah. So for 49 days, we were uh, traveling in the wilderness, uh, uh, the, which was beyond the earth. And, um, and, and marvelous things happened. Uh, the, 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 the manna uh, uh, fell like rain, from, like dew from the heavens and, 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 and fed us. Uh, and we had a rock where, where water just gushed out of the rock and uh and every anyone who drank from this water would 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 remember everything and uh uh but the main thing was to get to har sinai which was the previous world we know as mars and there god would give us the torah and so why did we need these 49 days to uh, uh you know to get the Torah, because the the, the the seven had to be purified, and uh, even though the tree of life is made out of ten components, the bottom seven is what uh, it says broke and came into this world. That's why we have the seven day week, and. Uh, uh, and every day of the week is has a different uh, a nature to it, uh, and, and these can be seen in the tree of life. The tree of life, you can see it in the human being that we're made of three triangles. There's the triangle of the head, and the triangle of the uh, uh, you know the shoulders, and the you know the waist, the arms, and the legs. And the sex, so that's the third triangle. And lastly is um, uh, speech, the mouth. And um, the bottom seven, the two bottom triangles, which comprise the arms and the torso and the, the hips and the legs and the sex, 
So these are called the midot, meaning that each one has a particular nature to it. And it can't really go beyond its nature, it's sort of like an animal, you know, you know, animals are who they are. And you can teach them some things, but they never really go beyond their nature. So, uh, uh, so we're in the middle of the week of Chesed, uh, the first of the seven attributes, which are uh, Chesed, which is kindness, and then Gevura, which is severity, and Tiferis, which is beauty. And then below that is Netzach, which is victory, and Hod, which is retreat. And then Yesod, which is sexuality. And then lastly, the seventh is a, a, a woman. In the upper six, the left side is female, the right side is male. But the uh, 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 woman, the last, uh, you know, the center is a combination, but the last element, the, the seventh in these, what's called the seven faces, that uh, this is woman beyond feminine. Everyone is male and female, but only woman is woman. And, uh, and, and this is what is beloved in creation. As we see, the Torah relates uh, uh, 5,000 years ago that entities came from uh, outer space. These aren't aliens. These are entities. It's a different thing. And they come from outer space, and they come down to the world because the women are beautiful. And they left their mark in many ways. One of them is the story of the Epic of Gilgamesh. And he's the child of one of these dudes. And, and it explains in the Zohar that when they would enter into the atmosphere, they would take on the body of a human being. And, you know, and uh, Avram actually, you know, they were considered giants. And Avraham was one of them, having come from the Tower of Babel, which was built on Mars. And so here we are going back to Mars to receive the Torah. And so then the Jewish people can bring it from heaven to earth uh, and, and, and with it uh, really enlighten the world. Uh, this is like, like almost 4,000 years ago, 3,500 years ago. And, uh, and, and so it's a commandment then for all generations after that, not just to keep the, uh, uh, the seventh day of the Shabbat, but to keep the holidays. And there's two seven-day holidays. One is Passover in the spring, and one is Sukkot in the fall. And one of the interesting uh, aspects of these two holidays, these two seven-day holidays, is on... on uh, uh, on Sukkot, you can eat whatever you want, but you have to eat it in the sukkah, which is a, is outside, and it's a little hut, and it has a, 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 a um, flashed, not a flashed, a, uh, uh, I can't say the word. It has a, a, a thacket, that thicket, thacket roof, anyways. Uh, uh, and, and you can eat whatever you want, but you have to eat in the sukkah. And Passover in the, in the spring is the opposite. You can, eat whatever, you can eat wherever you want, but you have to eat matzah, and you can't eat hummus, anything that has leaven in it, and any wheat that was left, 
you know, or oat or anything that was left with water uh, uh, after 18 minutes becomes uh, leaven. And that's what we're pre prohibited from uh, uh, from eating. And, and we do that and we're new and, uh, you know, it's like, you know, they, they used to do in the spring, you know, you, you know, give everyone this flush, you know, I guess they have some sort of tonic, you know, spring cleaning, get everything out. But we can't just get everything out, we're new, and give us the Torah, we had to earn it. And the way that we earned it was through uh, seven, that, uh, uh, that, we, that we count, now we, we, we count seven, you know, seven weeks, um, meaning that each of the seven is combined with another of the seven. Like in the beginning, the first day, we said chesed shebechesed, the kindness of kindness, but the next day it was gavur shebechesed, the severity of kindness, and each of the seven uh, attributes uh, uh, get mixed together uh, each week. Where you know one of the you know uh, uh, one of the seven is predominant, and then the, the other seven you know uh, line up with it. T and why? Because this describes all the different sort of combinations that the human being finds themselves in. Yeah, like one is, is chesed, you know, and people particularly these days are doing lots of chesed, lots of kindness to one another. Because, you know, it's not possible to survive as an individual. It's very hard to survive as an individual journey during uh, a calamity. And we all recognize that we all need one another and no one's being taken advantage of. I guess sometimes people are, but, you know, generally people are not being taken advantage of and everyone wants to help. It's the, it's the feeling of chesed and of giving. On the opposite, when there's lots of money and everyone, at least on the surface, seems to be doing well, uh, you know, that's when people tend to get stingy because, you know, money is a funny thing. And, uh, you know, the more you have of it, the more it affects the person. And pretty soon you don't know how you can live without it. So there is the law that, you know, if, if a rich person becomes uh, poor, that you can't treat him as other poor people. That if you're going to give charity to him, you have to give him what he had before. Because that's what kept him alive. So in a sense, the richer we become and the more dependent we become on different pleasures and things in our life, that the, 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 the more scared we are to lose them. And that, that kind of pushes the person to try to get more. And, uh, and, and, and that energy of trying to get more comes from contraction of holding what you have and not giving it to others and waiting for your time to pounce so you can get more. And then the third, which is, of course, you know, those are the right and the left arm. And then and, and the third is the torso, which is beauty. And, and the beauty uh, of, of the person is, is when these two uh, uh, opposites merge together. In the same way, man and woman are opposites, and they merge together, and that's beauty. And here, by, by, by merging these, you know, where you have kindness, but you also have severity. You, know, you have a child, you want to be kind to the child, but you also have to be severe, or else the child won't learn anything. So, um, and, and then the next triangle 
is similar to the top triangle, that the right leg is, is, is like going out. As I said, it's not just, you know, the kindness going out of the hand, but it's the leg which touches the ground and goes out and conquers. Or the left leg that has to step back because, you know, sometimes it's better to be a counterpuncher. And, and, and then the centers where everything commingles, uh, 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 co everything comes together, which is sexuality, and that is the energy. It's not just about having sex, but it's that sexual energy that really sort of, you know, uh, articulates our words. That's probably not the right thing to do. That, that, that really expresses our words. And it is. It's in the way we speak. It's in everything that, that we do. It's that energy that wants to go out and connect. And lastly is woman, the seventh, that wants to go out and uh, give birth. You know, that's what's, that's what's special about woman. That woman gives birth. And... Uh, um, uh, you know, it's interesting because, you know, um, the, the, the Parsha of, well, I don't know if I want to go. Well, in the Parsha of Ze'era, it talks about when a woman gives birth. If she has a boy, if she has a girl. And if she has a boy, she has to wait of 33 days before she can have sex. And if she has a girl, she has to wait 66 days. You wonder, what's the difference? And it seems to me because a woman, you know, is born with all the cells that can become children, that maybe that's what the difference is. You know, man doesn't start making sperm until he's like, you know, puberty. And then it's, uh, it can go on, you know, forever. But woman's only, you know, forever, for as long as the man lives, he can, he can always be making sperm. He makes it by looking at women. It's through the eyes that men make sperm. Anyways, that 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 uh, a woman is born. She never makes another cell, and 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 she only has a very finite time in which to to get to get pregnant. You know, like a, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 years. So we're very different. Like man is sort of like infinite. Has this infinite capacity to make like millions of sperm and, and women are like finite and so it's the infinite and the finite that come together which makes life and so by by uh, each day looking at that day and looking at that combination of where we are uh, in ourselves you know that today is the uh, uh, Tiferet of Chesed the, the, the beauty of kindness and, and one is supposed to look at that, how they go through their day and who they are, and try to fix things that were wrong. So by the time we get to 50, we're pure enough that we can receive the Torah. So, uh, so seven is a very, very important number. And, <clears throat> and in our time also, in this time, it's also a very important number. One, because... The year is 5,780, and in uh, 220 years, we enter into the 7,000th uh, year. And, uh, and this is uh, uh, going to be a 1,000 years of woman and of peace. 
So we're very close to that, and there's a premonition in that, in that we uh, passed the New Year, uh, the Mayan, uh, where the Mayan calendar went through the galactic horizon, began a new 13,000-year cycle. And, uh, and, 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 and this was in 2012, you know, just eight years ago, and we faced the very center of the uh, galaxy. And, and during uh, the years of, uh, that the, when the Mayans uh, received that calendar, uh, they received it in the middle of the cycle, you know, uh, 5,000, I think 5,106 years before uh, uh, the end of, uh, uh, you know, of this 13,000-year cycle where the Earth appears to be going around the North Star. And they received that, interesting enough, during the time of Muhammad. And it says that Muhammad, one of the famous things in the Quran is how Muhammad takes, has a dream and, and has a night journey. And he goes with his horse on this night journey and comes to a place. And I, I don't know the, the, the whole thing, but the interesting thing is, see, there, there, there weren't horses in America at that time. And, 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 and uh, the Mayans say that a, a, a prophet came from the heavens uh, uh, riding a feathered serpent because they had never seen a horse and delivered to them a calendar which had started thousand years, uh, thousands of years before. In the Hebrew calendar, it was 666 of the Hebrew calendar. And the 666 is a sign of life. Together it makes chai uh, uh, and, and, and sexuality. And, uh, and, and that's life. And, um, uh, and, 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 uh, so that began a process, like it impregnated the world with this process where in 2012, uh, the, 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 the pregnancy was complete, the baby is ready to be born, and we're, uh, we've uh, completed dilation. We're completely faced towards the center, and now we have to push. But we got things pushing against us, you know, like in every birth, you have the placenta and the placenta is holding back, doesn't want to get birthed. Because, you know, while the placenta is inside the mother, the placenta rules. He's the, he's the chief. This goes in, this goes out. Everyone has to do according to placenta. But once they're born, the child opens up their eyes and say, we don't need you anymore. Cut them off, throw them away. So by nature, the placenta doesn't want to be born. And, and, and we have a similar situation uh, in our world, where our world has grown to be so big, so uh, pregnant with, with, with life. Not, not that we're full, but in no ways are we full. I mean, we have too many rich people owning too many things, but there's plenty of land for everybody and plenty of resources for everybody. But the problem is, that, uh, you know, uh, what's expressed as the placenta in life is really these governments, these rich people who don't want to let go. They have control. They have the money. They can claim we made all this infrastructure. We know how to keep everything going. And they have, you know, and there's the infrastructure of Rome. Rome is known as builders. 
and and they have and now we've gotten uh, to a place in the world where we can build anything if you can conceive it we can build it and the real question is all right but you know why exactly are we uh you know why are we doing this and particularly we see how everyone has to run like really fast you know like these little gears in in, in inside of a very you know uh delicate fancy clock you know and everyone's like one of these, and you got to move, you got to move really fast. And if you can't move fast, you just get thrown out, replaced by something else. And, and all these workers who are lucky to have a job are just barely holding it together. But in the end, it produces a wealth of wealthy people, which could be good for the planet or bad for the planet. I mean, in general... You know, like, like like a mirror is made when it has a uh, a thin veneer of um, of silver behind you know behind the glass you know uh, uh, you know spread on the glass a veneer on the glass and so that reflects light. But if you too put put too much silver on, it just takes all the light in, and that's what we've kind of got to where it's just all taking the light in. It's not really going anywhere. It has excess money. It doesn't know what to do. Let's go to outer space and make a space force. We'll fight wars in outer space. You know, we'll get Flash Gordon and Ming the Merciless. And, you know, I mean, it, 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 there is absolutely no creativity in what to do with all this money because the people who garner this money uh, are so fixated just on money that money is, you know, they can really only, the only thing that reflects is their own vision. They only see themselves. Anyways. Uh, um, yes. But, and, and so, uh, 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 so along with the seven being beloved, the seven, seven, seven is the opposite. The 777, I explained in an earlier episode, is the number of the uh, angel of death. The Lemek was the seventh generation and had to kill uh, Cain, who had killed his brother Hevel in the beginning, you know, the, the first two children of, of Adam Bechava. And, you know, uh, uh, and he didn't mean to do it, it was a mistake. And at the same time, he killed his son. Clapped his hands together. He was blind. He didn't know his son was there. And he killed his son. So he killed Cain. He killed his son. And, uh, and, 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 and later he is named. You know, he lives seven, uh, 777 years. And it's known that Lemek, God took Lemek then to be the angel of death. So the 777 is actually a, uh, 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 is a sign of the angel of death. And we just passed uh, the year 777, and that was in uh, 2017, 5,777. And that's the year that a, an eclipse of, of, the, of the sun by the moon passed across uh, you know, uh, the Bible Belt of, um, uh, of America. And it didn't touch any other country, only America. And it was in that year that uh, Donald Trump was elected president. Uh, and when he was inaugurated uh, as president, he was 70 years, seven months, and seven days. And even more extraordinary, 
that when the pandemic began in America, and America really is the, uh, you know, you know, we're the ultimate recipient of this, because we're the ones who are pushing for more. More than anyone else in the world, as Americans, we want more. And you see it in the people that uh, people have, have gotten very fat. Because in everything, we want more. And so we're the ones pushing the producers, uh, China, to make more. And this is why the, uh, 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 the virus has come and attacked us. It was sent by God because the earth has been crying out. The earth is sick. She's hot. Her poles, her ice caps are melting. Uh, the, 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 she's having chills and fever, uh, as seen in the in the, the huge fires that they go on in, in America, in Australia, in, in Brazil, and all through the world. And also sudden uh, dips in the temperature, and uh, you know, and and people are really suffering. Because the world is suffering. And so what did God do? So God put a little bug into the world and stopped it. Just like that. Just stopped it dead. No one could stop it. God stopped it. And there's many things that we can learn from this virus of what we need to do. And one of the things, one of the just most obvious things that happened is suddenly after decades, the people in India could see the Himalayas. There was so much pollution, and the day after it started, they took pictures of China, and the skies had just cleared. And 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 to me, the most extraordinary thing that they found was, uh, as a result of this shutdown of this economy that just wants to have more, which is all pushed by America, that uh, that the that the Earth was actually trembling. We didn't know. We just got used to it. But suddenly everything stops. All the cars and the trains and the airplanes and the people and just everything stops and the world takes a breath. And even with all the uh, uh, suffering and death going around, I don't know, you know, I feel a calmness in the world. And the world's able to breathe again. And you know, certainly this can't uh, this is not going to fix the world in a, you know, in a couple of months. But uh, my feeling is that this is not going to be an easy disease to, to, uh, to conquer. And it's going to keep us from going back to the way that we were, of just consuming things without any reason, just for the, you know, you know, it's like kind of the, you know, you know, they used to talk about the Roman orgies where people would just consume and then they go throw up and then come back and consume some more. And it was just consumption without, uh, uh, you know, we, you know, without need for only the person, only for the purpose of more pleasure. And pleasure is life, but too much pleasure is death. And that's the uh, 777. And then the most extraordinary thing seems to me of all is this plague began in the in, you know in America which is again the recipient of this the major force of this when there was 7 billion 770 million people in the world 
and uh, and, and so you know, and it seems you know, in 2020 is like this cusp. We're on this cusp of of, of this new uh, thousand year uh, uh, time, time of peace. And that this is really an important time, and God is now giving us all time to think about how do we really uh, want to conduct ourselves? How do we really want to live? So uh, I'm going uh, to uh, more about this on the other side. I'm going to take a little break. I take a little break halfway through, and uh, uh, and just encourage people to go to my website, uh, Kabbalistic News, get a book, take a course. Do something nice, learn something good. You know, the more that we educate ourselves, the, the, the better we can see beyond, you know, this shell and this shroud that they've made over us and see what's really true. So, uh, uh, so anyways, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to do, you know, uh, well, I don't know. You know, for, for me, I'm just trying to put out as much of this information as I can, because this stuff has been uh, uh, held back by the rabbis and by the religions in order that they can, you know, seize control over people. But if we have the knowledge, you know, then we're free. And that's what Passover is about. And we're still in the middle of Passover, that uh, this is Zaman Echerotenu. This is the time to be free and to experience freedom and to go into the world with this freedom, and, uh, and, and not to be afraid. As there's this little song that says that life is, uh, life is very difficult. It's like a narrow bridge. But the main thing is not to be afraid. The bridge trembles and shakes. The main thing is not to be afraid. All right, so I'll see you back on uh, the other side. <clears throat> okay, welcome back. This is Galut Radio. My name is David, and we're talking about the uh, seven and the seven, 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 and <clears throat> how the seven is beloved, and the seven, seven, seven is the, um, uh, the, the, the sign of the angel of death. How could it be such a thing? Well, in the beginning, one of the questions asked is, where is death created? So at the end of the six days of creation, God looks at it all and says, Tov Ma'od. And the rabbis say, ah, that's where death is created. Because all the other days God said, Kitov, it's good. But uh, on the last day, God says, um, Tov Ma'od, it's very good. How can very good uh, be death? Or how can death be very good? And the answer is really quite simple. If things went on forever, you know, you know, if we had to do something, we could always put it off. Because, you know, we'll do it another day. There's going to be forever days. But when, when, when we're faced with death, so you want to get it done before you die. So it makes a person to be more than who they would be just naturally. Uh, sometimes I, if people are faced with death, they'll, they'll, they'll start like giving away money, you know, giving charity or just being a different thing. It makes a it brings like in a sense the best out of a person. And uh, and and another 
uh, aspect of death, which is very uh, good, is it makes a new beginning. One thing dies, so, uh, you know, a new thing can begin. It's how it is in nature, in the forest. Things die, things begin. We're all one, the human being. We're all one human being. None of us live through the entire, you know, you know, spectrum of time because, you know, not, not only do we die, but in a sense, you know, the creation ends. You know, the whole creation, they say, goes on for like billions of years. But we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about anything. But this creation, these 7,000 years, you know, 6,000 years of producing of male energy and the, uh, and the 7,000th year of woman. Uh, 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 this is a, you know, uh, and the interesting thing about the Mayan and the, uh, the ancient calendar that, you know, is adopted as the Hebrew calendar is that these are the two calendars. They have a precise beginning. We know the day they began and a precise ending. Now, many calendars <clears throat> might have a precise beginning because they're, they, you know, like, like, like the king took rule. So that's the, the, the calendar is, you know, you see in the ancient times, they, they looked at segmented times by rulers. This rule ruled for so many times. It was so many years into the ruler, you know, into the time of this ruler. But, uh, and maybe there are others, you know, other than like chemical reactions, like, like you know, carbon-14, but uh, I don't know of other calendars that have a beginning and end. And particularly, it goes on for thousands of years. The you know, Mayan calendar was uh, 5,106 years, and the, the uh, you know, and the Hebrew calendar is 6,000 years. And that's it. After that, the 6,000 years of man is over, and man has become who he has become. And so that's what we're faced with now, 220 years, so man can become who he needs to become. And we can't say, oh, well, you had, you know, despots and dictators. We couldn't really do it. Because now God is giving us the opportunity, breaking the ironclad rule of, the, uh, of these people who want to dictate how, you know, what life is. And to them, life is money. Money buys pleasure, you know, that's it. And when we've wrecked the earth, going around for every kind of pleasure you can have, we go up into outer space, have pleasure up there. But there's no point uh, uh, to this endeavor because it's all based on the theory that life just happens, life just ends, and there's no purpose to life. So what's the best you can do? Have pleasure. And this is an errant theory. This is just completely wrong and absurd. Because we, we can recognize just by looking at life, and if you have to look at an eclipse, how the moon uh, exactly covers over the sun, over the one planet in the universe, fecund with life everywhere. You know, the highest place, the coldest place, the hottest place, it's all alive. This planet is alive. And, and, and we are here. And for a short amount of time, if we're lucky, 70 years. <clears throat> It's a very short amount of time, but this is a special planet. And when we leave this planet, we all go to heaven. And in heaven, the worst thing, you know, the worst pain in heaven is embarrassment. 
So we don't want to be embarrassed. And certainly as a human race, we don't want to be embarrassed and say at the end of 6,000 years, oh, you know, we couldn't do it. God is giving us a chance. God is breaking the hold of the despot, the, the hold of money, is making the world to go slow again. And we need to appreciate uh, how slow we are going, how good it feels to go slow, how much more time we have, and, and, and you know, to uh, uh, you know, just to be involved with one another and with the world. And 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 we have to know uh, that that this is God's world. God created this world, and we're living on it. And we need to give respect to the Creator, which is interesting because this disease, which is called COVID-19, I think that the name has many ramifications. COVID itself is a Hebrew word which has three uh, different meanings. It means respect, <clears throat> and it means heavy, and it means the liver. The liver is called COVID. What do these three things have to do? Well, sort of like we talked about the three triangles, and these are these three triangles. Respect we have in our head. You know, you respect someone, it's a thing you understand, this person deserves respect, and you offer that person, so it means bowing down to a king, or whatever it is, just a person, you know, an older person, you're supposed to respect the elders. <clears throat> And then <clears throat> heavy. Well, heavy is in the heart. There's no question about it. And we all have a heavy heart because our neighbors are suffering. All around the world, the whole world is suffering with this disease because uh, God needed to put an end to this cycle of violence against the planet for the sake of the planet. And uh, now all industry has stopped, and we have uh, the opportunity in the calmness of the earth. It's no longer shaking. It was actually shaking. And uh, that we, you know, from too much human uh, activity. And we need to think, well, <clears throat> how, well, what do we want to do in these 220 years? Uh, where do we want to be, you know, when, when these 6,000 years end and a thousand years of woman begins? And it's certainly not, you know, trying to be the richest person in the world, but rather, you know, to really, now, now that we see the whole world, we have, <coughs> we have this, um, uh, <coughs> um, infrastructure throughout the world that's been utilized to really spin the world really fast, like a roulette wheel, see who's going to win, and now is slowing down. But the infrastructure is still there. And we see, you know, that human beings throughout the earth are basically the same. We all want the same thing. We all, you know, laugh with joy and cry with sorrow. We're all, we're just all the same. And because we live in different countries, different areas of the earth, we look somewhat different, we speak somewhat different, we act somewhat different, and that's the beauty of the human being. You, you wouldn't want every limb in the body acting the same. We all act, we all have a different, you know, every uh, limb of the body has a face. You know, these are the, the tree of life. 
the 10 components, the 10 spirot, these 10 luminaries of energy that are melding together to make an expression which is ultimately woman. And, um, uh, and so we need to see, we should see, there certainly is plenty of evidence to see that uh, this world just didn't happen. And there's plenty of reasons to say that, you know, it wasn't some spiritual entity that did it. It wasn't some uh, 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 alien that could come around and move around planets and we're in some test tube. That it has to be obvious to everybody because we're getting at the end of the time, the, you know, time limit called the end of days. And, and now we have the, uh, the time, now that the world's slowing down, to really ponder these things and speak to these things with our neighbors and really see, you know, if all this uh, money and, and, and all of this industry that we have done has really, you know, what has it, you know, it seems to me all it's done, it's made more wars. It's made more division. It, it, it's made more greed. You know, it used to be when I was growing up, I think there were like 150 millionaires in America. And to be a millionaire meant you didn't have to work anymore. That's it, you had a million dollars. That's kind of a goal you could go for. Work until you don't have to work anymore. You can work at your own thing. You don't have to work at somebody else's thing. You don't have to be a slave. But uh, now a million dollars, you know, it's chump change. It's really nothing. Because they, they, they you know, they, these guys, they're just printing up money. It's like uh, monopoly money. Need some more, we'll just print it up. And, uh, and this obviously cannot sustain itself. And we're not going to go back to the kind of industry that we had. They would like to do that because they need our tax dollars. That's why they need everyone working. So we can all pay tax to them. But we see when they need, when we need them, where are they? Hey, go fend for yourself, man. If you really get in trouble, maybe we'll come save you. And then you'll be, you know, uh, uh, dependent on us and then and, and, and you, you know you'll be more of a slave so it's not <clears throat> it's not a you know <clears throat> it's not a great situation but we're really uh, empowered at this point god has empowered us with this uh with this disease and lastly you know is covid of uh, the liver that has the liver so what is the liver so the liver has to, uh, its job is to purify the blood. Get all this shit out. And that's what we have to do. And it seems it's a very uh, clear um, uh, iteration in this name of COVID-19 uh, uh, that because we need to respect the earth, in that we, in doing that we respect God, and we need to feel the suffering. We are suffering and we are heavy in our heart. And we need to get the shit out of our uh, environment. Whether it means, you know, the air or the water or just people who have just been fed, you know, really bad food. Like in poor neighborhoods, they get the worst food, which, which causes them obesity. And then we wonder, oh, why are they, they suffering? Be, you know, 
you know, like freedom is not just, you know, here's the door is open that, uh, you know, is really hard establishing yourself and like, you know, minority communities have really suffered. The ones like, you know, the Jews and the Chinese, like we have, you know, we've been doing this for years. We know what we're doing. We could go anywhere and start a community. But the black community was not like that, you know, and they've really suffered, you know, as a result. And uh, but we've all suffered. But some suffered more than others. But as a result, I mean, we've become a strong people, an independent people. And now is our chance to throw down the shackles of slavery and to produce a society that is really a loving society and a beautiful society and a clean society. And, and, and you know, because America is a little world, it's based from, you know, from people all over the world. And we're the only country really like that. And so we tend to be the, uh, you know, the point man for the future. And, and if we're uh, uh, showing everyone greed and, and just uh, a consumption that an un, uh, just, I mean, we shouldn't be consuming this much. It's just ridiculous. It's bad for the earth. It's bad for the human being. It's bad for everybody. So this gives us a chance to stop consuming. And there's many other benefits, really, of this virus. You know, I mean, maybe I can say that I haven't had it yet, you know, but, but you know, uh, but it is, you know, even the face mask. You know, our society has become just way too, in a sense, promiscuous. I don't even mean like sexually. I just mean like we're so open with everybody, uh, you know, with our bodies and with our looks and with our, you know, and it's a big topic and it, you know, and in a sense, what this is doing, it's giving us a little distance from one another so we can start appreciating the nuances of life. Yeah, and we don't just have to, you know, life, you know, in America has become like, you you know, you just throw off your clothes and dive in. And, uh, you know, you, you miss most of life like that. And then what happens is then, you know, life suddenly becomes boring. Where it's much more interesting, you know, you know, sort of the slow way. And if you're enjoying it, it's sort of like sex. I mean, if you're enjoying it, where are you rushing off to, man? But because we've like, uh, uh, you know, we've just tried to have pleasure in abundance. Now it's so it's hard to appreciate the pleasure in the nuances of life. And again, th this virus is giving us an opportunity, you know, to do this. And I think it's, it's interesting that the virus doesn't affect children very much, and and it really hits, uh, you know, older citizens. And this is mainly the uh, baby boomers. I'm proud not to be one. They're the greediest uh, generation ever, and because of their want, that's what has. Uh, ignited the fires of industry so they could get whatever they wanted. They want to travel around. They want to do this. They want to do that. They want to spend all the money. They don't give a shit about their kids. Nothing, man. They're just gone. And, uh, and, 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 you know, you know, we're all, whoever is, uh, um, 
appointed by the Creator to have this. Each one of us in our fever and our chills will take this away from the earth and will heal the earth in doing this. And, uh, uh, and if anyone has to get hit hard, it's probably the older people, and I'm one of them. But, you know, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the baby boomers have just destroyed this world and has been such a bad example, you know, to our children and, and, and to people who come as refugees. And uh, now we're getting a chance to, to correct it. And there's no question God has given us this chance because uh, the president who was elected in the year 777 and when inaugurated was 777. And when this uh, plague started in America, the population of the world was 7 billion and uh, 770 million. And, uh, and this is the, you know, the sign of death, but it's also the sign of beginning. Because, you know, death is really very good. Because you end one cycle so you can begin another. And certainly the people in power want to try as soon as they can to resurrect uh, what has fallen. But it will never come again. Because, uh, you know, people, you know, it's like we've all been on heroin. And suddenly, you know, you're thrown in jail. You go cold turkey. You can't do it anymore. By the time you get out, you're not sure you want to do it again. Guy comes up and says, hey, man, I got some heroin. You know, I don't know, man. I, I did that. Well, we've done that. We, you know, you know, we've been addicted to all these different things, and we haven't seen what's really true. We haven't respected the earth, the creator of the, the earth. We made these ridiculous religions and let them just rule. They pay no taxes. You know, they, they, you know, they, 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 they're able to uh, uh, have become a political force. And, uh, and, and, and they generally are very dogmatic. And so you get these leaders who are very dogmatic and want to appease these people because they make a good block of, you know, voting constituency. So uh, all these things have to be dealt with. We have to really uh, go in and examine religion. You know, there is no... Um, uh, word for religion in Hebrew or in Arabic or in Sanskrit. These are three holy languages. They all came from Abraham 4,000 years ago, and there's no word for religion. Religion is patently, you know, a Christian thing, a Roman thing. You know, Catholic Church is the father of religion. And, and, and they, uh, uh, they became powerful through uh, uh through land grabs that you know, they say that's why they uh instituted celibacy so that the priests couldn't give the property to their family and would have to give it to the church and and as a result the church owns more property than anybody in the world and uh and it's interesting where these uh, you know who have suffered the most you know from this virus you know Iran uh, Italy and America, and certainly your Rome being in Italy and Iran and America uh, uh, being uh, the, the two big forces of continuing uh, war, which has to do with 19, the COVID-19. Remember, there were 19 people who uh, boarded these planes to, uh, you know, you know, to hit the the the, the towers, and. Um, uh, and as a result of losing 3,000 people, 
that uh, we went to war and we killed millions, innocent people. And, uh, and now at the end, it's like it's coming back to us, and we're going to have by far the greatest amount of death in our country than anywhere else in the world. And these are all signs from God, and we need to take these signs. No religion is going to help you from it. It is just truth. We have to know what we're living in. The kind of relationship God wants with us doesn't want no religion, doesn't want any ritual. You know, God doesn't need this. God wants to have a relationship with each one of us. You want to talk to God? Turn around. God's there. Wherever you are, God is there. That's what God wants. And all the rest, you know, uh, you know, people do it for different reasons. And, uh, and, you know, well, whatever your reason, whatever you're doing, if you do it, you don't do it, God is just as much there. God's there for everywhere, for everyone, all the time, everywhere. This was Abraham's original message that God is one, not the highest or the first. That re re relegates God into some sort of spiritual absurdity. But rather, one is that God is outside of creation. Because creation is dualistic. And where there is one, there is God. And God is everywhere. That's why God's everywhere to everyone all the time. God loves all the people and, 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 and loves the story of each person. And each person is like a book. And what you do in this world is written in your book. And when you leave this world, your book is over. And you want it and you have to go to heaven. Maybe that's what you have to do in heaven. Read your book over and over. And you want it to be a good story. You want to have an interesting beginning. You want to be awake of what is life and go through each part of life. Each decade of life is beautiful. And, uh, and you want to struggle in the middle because life is a struggle. And, and it, it's like climbing a, a mountain. And it says that the righteous, when they go to heaven, they see their life as a huge mountain that they were able to, uh, uh, to climb this mountain, to conquer this mountain, and to come down on the other side. And the people who live vain, uh, you know, vain vacant lives, uh, they come and they see their, 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 their life is like an anthill. All they had to do was step over the anthill, and they couldn't even do that. They, they only worked at themselves, at what they could do for themselves. And, uh, and so now we see life, we see it in many iterations, we can look back, we have uh, history, we, you can see everything on the computer, we can know everything that there is that's written down. And now it's our time to make a decision. So who are we? What are we? Why are we going forward? How can we all come together? The world is truly one body and appreciate each limb of the body and not try to force one, you know, standard on everybody. We come from different places. We see things differently. That's the beauty of the human being. That's what God loves about the human being. Loves that we're different. You know, I mean, you know, God made angels, but the angels couldn't really satisfy God because they're really just the same angel. God took Michael, made Michael, and made all the angels from Michael. So it's the same thing over and over again, a different iteration of Michael. But the human being is different because the genes are different and it's so exact and so uh, perfect. And, you know, we're like a snowflake. No one's the same. 
And, and so each of us can give a pleasure to God, because what does God want in the end? God wants to be known. And so if one turns to God and says, God, I'm, I'm, I, I, I need help, or thank you for what you gave me. So God's being known in the world. That's what God wants. And all the other, you know, religion, I mean, it's, you know, I'm sure it, I don't know what I'm sure about. I, I don't really, you know, religion has really, um, uh, I think it's been one of the, you know, the most detrimental forces in this world. And it's just caused war after war and disagreement after disagreement. And it's not, uh, you know, particularly what these holy books are about. I mean, the Quran, the Torah and the Quran, you know, the Vedas in, in India, these are like holy books. And they're not about war. I mean, there is war. There is war in life. There is war in germs. There is a, this stuff. But it's not, it's not to be exploited. We don't want to fight wars. We don't want to kill people. We don't want to do that. We can't be proud before God. So, you know, uh, in this time of, particularly in Passover, it's a time of Zaman Cheroteinu, a time when we can become uh, free, uh, uh, free from our captors, free from our uh, obligations, have a moment of freedom so we can look and see and try to point ourselves where we're going to go. Because uh, the explained previously that there are four new years in over the year in each uh, season, and the new year in the spring is the new year uh, of the human being. And, uh, and, and we get to be free during this time so we can begin a new cycle, a better cycle. And a cycle that that will soon, you know, produce really a beautiful new uh, uh, way of living together that's secure for everyone, where everyone has where to eat and, you know, what to eat and where to sleep, and uh, can be healthy and eat good food, and uh, they, they, God should bless America. America is a very kind country, and uh, uh, and, and and bless us that we should really. Uh, and be able to express our kindness to our own citizens, to the land, and not that money should be the main thing, but to protect our land and make sure that different crops are planted different places and make sure farmers have whatever they need so they can farm. We don't need money. They need a house. They need, you know, they need all the things they need. They should get it. I think there's many things like that. The doctors, the, you know, whatever they need, you get We're going to the store. I'm a doctor here. I'm a nurse here. Whatever you want, and, you know, the government. That's what the government should pay for, and uh, and and through that, you know, we'll all be blessed, and we'll be able to be proud of how we use this time and how we changed America. And it's truly a historic time, you know. It's sort of like the '60s, but it's it's, it's much more. Uh, you know, the, the, this is you know we can all see it, we can all see it, we can talk about it, and we can do something really new and something beautiful. And um, and if you have time, please go to my website, KabbalisticNews.com. I have my books there. I have five books that I've published, uh, and, um, uh, and I have a course there on uh, based on my book, a Kabbalistic, uh, 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 Kabbalistic Tarot, which was printed by Inner Traditions in 2005. And, uh, the, and I have a video course on Udemy. 
and I have uh, uh, other writings. I have videos on YouTube. So if you're interested in any of this information, there's more. One thing we've produced is more. So uh, uh, be blessed. May God bless you and be safe. And may God watch over you. And, uh, you know, may God help you in all your ways and, and enlighten your eyes and give you clarity. And, um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Yeah. Time is running out. It's time to say goodbye. So, goodbye.